Welcome to the Beis Havad's Business Halacha Daily. Today I am joined by Rav Yitzchak Grossman, Rish Chaburah at the Greater Washington Community Kailo, and Dayan at the Beis Havad. We spoke in previous segments about the Seder of Yerushim um, and how sons are the primary ears. Um, and we said that daughters are not included in that. A father wants to include his daughters in the sort of primary bucket of Yerusha, and he wants to know if that's something he's able to do. Is it appropriate for him to do that? Yes or no? This is indeed an interesting and very important question. It would seem that it would be inappropriate to give daughters a share of the estate because it's generally austere to transfer the estate away from the halachic heirs, and the daughters in the presence of sons are not halachic heirs. Nevertheless, there is a very long-standing minah going back to the time of the Rishonim, that daughters were given substantial portions of an estate. This was typically done in medieval Ashkenaz through a mechanism called Shtar Chatzizachar, which we'll discuss in more detail in a later segment, where upon a woman's marriage, her father would give her and her chassan, a son-in-law, a document guaranteeing them, ensuring that they would receive a portion of his estate at, uh, when he died. Why exactly this is mutter in light of the Gemara? Postkin gave a variety of explanations. One of the most prominent explanations was that the Gemara itself, as we mentioned briefly earlier, says that giving a dowry to a daughter is a mitzvah, despite the fact that you're giving away part of your estate to the daughter and her son-in-law. It's a mitzvah because there's a mitzvah to help the daughter get married, and therefore there's no isra of Havaras Nachla. Therefore, they said, some of the Rishonim of Ashkenaz said, that we do that in the form of the Shtar Chatzizachar. Even if we don't give it as cash now, we give uh, assurances that they'll receive part of the estate, which again, helps her get married, makes her more attractive to suitors. Based on that rationale, there are actually postkin who say, that's only legitimate at the time of the marriage or before to, to encourage suitors. But once they're married, the way we write a will today, which is after the children are married often, there's no such chapter. And there are indeed major poskim, the Chassam Sofer and the Marsham, who say that Shtar Chatzizachar can only be written at the time of the marriage and not in the form of a will. Nevertheless, the, the dominant custom is that we do do this even in the form of a will. We do include daughters. There are other reasons why it might be mutter. We mentioned earlier that if you give away part of the estate that's mutter, and various other reasons. Some say al-Baila to enhance the Shalom bias, to make her more appealing in her husband's eyes is, is, is a hetter. There are a variety of reasons, but even though some postcom said it's limited to, to dowries at the time of the marriage, the, the minute today seems to be that we do it even afterward. So is there a limitation to how much um, one is allowed to include a daughter in the um, division of assets? Or could it be the same amount as the sons? Does it have to be different? So that, that's not entirely clear. The, the minhag, the dominant minhag for hundreds of years, was referred to as shtar chatzizachar. The term chatzizachar, meaning half a zachar, is the, means that she got a share that was half as much as her brothers would get. The, a bachar gets pishnayim, and, uh, and each son gets half as much as a bachar, and the daughter gets half as much. Some actually make that connection. They say that just like a, a pashut, a non-bachar, gets half of the bachar, so too the daughter was, was given half of what the son got. No one really discusses, though, whether that's dafka or lav dafka, whether you're allowed to give more. Rosalman Nechemia Goldberg and some contemporary postkins say that we do find they note some. They're, they're relatively uncommon, but there were some cases where people gave even Zachar Shalem, the, they gave the daughters equal to the sons. And Rosalman Nechemia says that's fine. And there are postkins who say that that's fine. Hassam Sefer says you shouldn't give more than the sons, but there are postkins who say that up to the amount of the sons is fine. And again, I think that is a, a common, if not dominant, practice in contemporary times. If you enjoyed this video and would like to receive more like it, or to sponsor future videos, please click the link below or visit basehavad.org.